Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with your co-host, the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice, and his wife, Jeannie. Michael and Jeannie share with you the wisdom of the ancient Aramaic internal process of forgiveness. They offer tools and support five days a week. They will support you in building a solid foundation within yourself to live in pure love. In Aramaic, Rachma. Michael is the author of So Why Is This Happening to Me Again? For more information on Michael and Jeannie, please visit www.whyagain.com. And now your co-host, The Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael and Jeannie Rice. To the brightness within you and the truth that is rooted within me. Hi and welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with The Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice. I'm your co-host Jeannie Rice along with Dr. Tim Hayes, and we welcome you to the show. Today is Friday, December the 18th, 2015. Our call-in number is 646-200-4169. Press 1, and that puts you in queue to talk to us, and we would love to hear your comments and your questions, because that makes this your show. And I see we already have a caller with their hand up, but let's first welcome Michael. Well, thank you, dear heart, and uh, we're honored, blessed by the fact that everybody that's here is here, and seeing as how we've got a caller, let's just jump right in and see what our caller's got to say. All right, it's area code 828, you're on the air, who do we have? Hello there, this is Jason again. Well, hey Jason, welcome sir, glad to hear your voice. Yeah, glad to have this technology to share it. Um, so I, uh, had that, uh, meeting with my parents the other night. We watched, uh, the PowerPoint presentation and, um, it all went well. Um, um, my, um, my mother was, uh, a bit more interested than my stepfather was. Um, he's sort of a quiet person, um. But uh, it went well, and um, I later read uh, the my commitment out loud to them. It was quite emotional, and um, they That's thought awesome. it was beautiful. Yes, yes. Thought that would be a good way to uh, to open that space. And then um, I we went through a dry run of the responsibility communication using your. Example of the glass of water. Um, you know, when somebody comes into the room and drinks the water, and um, my interpretation could have been that they stormed in and stole my water and all that. So I um, think they really uh, identified with it and um, sort of uh, emphasized some points about how if I am entering into that with the mindset of changing their behavior, then I'm misusing the tool. Um, so um, it went really well. And um, so I just wanted to give you an update. Um, 
but I do have uh, have an issue that is not um, the solution to it is not coming to me with ease. So um, it's in reference to um, I believe I told you the other day about my um, sister's husband and her uh, and his his family um, the the his ex-wife uh, uses bipolar as a drug, which is something that I'm familiar with. And um, she's been more receptive to me than to many others because I don't have the same weight in my bag of garbage when, in terms of interactions with her. Um, but, um, you know, uh, her bipolar manifests as somewhat of a wild card um, persona, um, sweet and giggly and then crying or angry, um, sometimes within a matter of minutes. And um, I've held the space for her and um, really listened and uh, coached her to breathe through uh, what she saw as a crisis the other night. And um, um, it was, you know, it was beautiful. But uh, it's, the issue is um, she told me that she was very sexually attracted to me and um, is unwilling to let go of of that thinking. And... Um, so I, I don't want to do harm in this. So um, she asked if we could meet up tonight, and um, I agreed we will be in a public place. Um, so that is um, what I need some guidance in because I'm not. It's the answer is not coming to me. So. Okay, well, first of all, congratulations on uh, opening the space with your uh, your mother and your stepfather. That's awesome, and uh, I'll hold the space that that will continue. And just tell me again the, the synopsis. Her relationship is? My sister's brother, I mean, I'm sorry, my sister's husband, it's, her, it's his ex-wife. So I've come to know the the kids that they share in common, they're my nephews. Um, they have a daughter as well, but she's a bit older and doesn't live near and doesn't come by as often. Um, the boys have really, um, uh, they don't see their father as much as they would like. Um, he works a factory job, long shifts, and his days of, his days off rotate. Um, so it's not a fixed schedule. So um, everyone in the family uh, said that they, the boys really needed a positive role model. So um, I've been reaching out to the boys, and um, through my interaction with the oldest boy, um, he handed the phone to his mom one day, and um, she really opened up to me, and that's where I am now. I hear you. Okay. So it's it, it would be pretty natural if there's someone who shows attention to her children. You know, every mom wants a, 
a dad for her children and that if you've uh, chosen to play that role, uh, certainly it would be natural for her to to want to jump into relationship in some way, shape, or form. And for me, I think it would be, you know, if it's if it's not something that's appropriate for you, uh, I think that you could take total responsibility for it not being appropriate, and it's got nothing to do with her being attractive or not attractive, but, you know, whatever your reasoning is, just let her know. You know, it's, I don't feel like it's appropriate for me to step into relationship with you because, and, you know, be responsible for it, and, uh and, and perhaps expressing some understanding of her attraction because, gee, here she sees a potential parent for her uh, for her children, which is, you know, pretty natural for every mom to want, especially if she's feeling insecure and inadequate. And so right. perhaps, perhaps offering some of the tools and support for her healing those parts of herself might be appropriate. And, uh, you know, at the same time as being really clear that that's just not a line that you're willing to cross family relationships, whatever the uh, the reasoning is for you, I think would be a, a space to do that. And she may still keep coming, you know, she keep moving in your direction. And that can mm-hmm. be difficult. I know that in the arena of working with people, when someone, and it's similar, that when someone makes a breakthrough and it really doesn't matter whether it's male or female, makes a breakthrough to a new level of awakening, they associate the, the sensation of that awakening with a person who's there facilitating them. And so, you know, we see a lot or hear a lot of stories about, you know, people being out of integrity with their sexuality with, you know, you know, doctors, lawyers, you know, politicians, priests, ministers, rabbis, uh, and the pressure that people can put on that a woman can put on a man or a man can put on a woman or even a woman on a woman, a man on a man in that situation when they connect, um, someone uplifting them with their own desire for lack of sexuality or sexual contact can create a powerful um, energetic attraction. And so I would offer that. And what I found is that just being really clear that, you know, that would be out of integrity for me and I can't go there. I can support you healing what you need to heal, but it's just not appropriate for me to do that. And it doesn't, you know, I've seen situations where with a, with a client who doesn't want to put an end to that, where I've had to say, then we can't work together anymore, which, of course, would be a, a really um, sad thing for her children if you uh, if you had to take it to that extreme. And it might be appropriate to explain her clearly and that you really want to still be there for her, her children, but that's the line that she's going to have to let go of any desire to cross might help her right. a space for her to be able to accept you as someone who cares for her children and is really clear that an intimate relationship for whatever reasons are true for you uh, is just not appropriate. Right. That would be my and, approach to it. Well, I just words. communication fits there. What's that? I say and responsibility communication is a perfect tool to use in that situation. Okay. Um I have I've used those those words. Um she did not she she did not want to hear them. Um hard to hear. Uh, yes. She Yes, she um she thinks that I'm the source of the love in her life. 
um, which she doesn't feel very often. Um, but um, nope. another another dynamic of this is that um, you know her her boys are next door right now. My sister lives right next door to my parents, um, so I interact with them um, regardless. Um, right. So. I have to admit that um, one of my main fears is that um, if she rejects my words and and feels rejection coming out of her and doesn't have the tools to deal with it, um, there could very well be some uh, ramifications of uh, drama in the yeah. in the family. So, you know. Um, I've I've canceled I've canceled that goal I've canceled goals uh, in relating to this, um, but um, there again is you know something of a bipolar nature where I fear either outcome. <laughs> so, well, and sometimes knowing that the family dynamics are filled with all kinds of trauma. Just the commitment to be the space is the greatest gift you can give and to continue to work through what comes up for you in that circumstance or that situation because it could very well, um, you know, trigger enough stress, enough goals in her for her to say, well, then, you know, get out of my children's lives too. And, you know, so your commitment to continue to be the space of love to process whatever comes up in you is one of the greatest gifts, of course, that you can give yourself and to give the family system to just be holding the space for these family dynamics to be able to heal and dissolve. And sometimes, you know, as we said before, healing isn't Dr. Feelgood. It can look pretty crazy. Maybe Dr. Tim would have a few thoughts for you. Dr. Tim? Actually, Dr. Tim is not on right. Dr. Tim is not on right now. Okay. So, Jeannie, how about for you? Do you have any thoughts to share? Yeah. Hi, Jeannie. Hey, how you doing, Jason? (laughs) I'm well. Glad that that went well with your your mom and your stepdad, and and just keep holding the space for that. Um, Two things that came to my mind as you were talking. One, and of course, I don't know how much uh, you've been able to introduce uh, your former sister-in-law to the work. But one of the things that I thought of is just like we use the wake-up sheets when we think somebody outside of us makes us sad or angry or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are also, if you think somebody outside of you makes you happy, like you were saying right. that she thinks you are the source of her, her love and, and happiness. And so, yes. you know, we can use the sheets for that too because nothing makes us happy just the same way nothing makes us sad it can bring up the happiness that's in us and i'm glad michael right. mentioned that because i had thought of the you know a lot of people that work with a, uh, a psychologist or psychiatrist or something that uh it's kind of like the the little animal in the egg you know when it hatches out and they they scientists say you know don't be there as a human when it hatches out because then the first thing it sees it latches onto as its source as its mother or whatever and uh, it's the same way when someone's doing their work and they have an awakening. It's kind of like hatching out, and they lock on to whoever's there, whether it's you know their friend or their psychologist or their doctor or whatever. So that's absolutely that happens so many times on that. Um, right. And also on um, bipolar, uh, Michael, correct me if I'm incorrect on this, but basically what that is is two goals. 
So like when, right. when you're feeling that way about whatever decision she makes, you know, there may be a goal in there that you want somebody to look at you, whether it's her or somebody else, you know, and she may just be surrogate right now, that you want mm-hmm. somebody to look at you as the love of their life and the source of their happiness. And, you know, so canceling that goal. And then the other part of you is the fear that she would do that and that she would, you know, put hooks in that you couldn't get out of easily or whatever. So it's actually two opposing goals that are pulling one in two different directions. Right, and I've 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 used that that knowledge in the mind goal management and other tools to um to release that um I the first time I called in I I shared that with you and um you know I I'm 37 and I've not been on medication since I was a teenager um so um and I've come a long way made strides and um uh I I will uh do some work around my um, conscious or unconscious desire to have someone to view me as being that, um, and I and I have been doing work around that. Um, I'm not I'm not able to hide that from myself, which I'm grateful for. Um, so, and the the purpose of this meeting was to um, bring some tools with me. Um, to help her to see into where I am coming from. Um, I've already introduced these tools to the oldest son. Um, and um, so... Powerful. What are the age of the children? Um, the oldest girl um, who lives in another town is uh, 22. The oldest boy is 19. And uh, the youngest boy is... Um, 16, 17. Okay. Well, we will join and support you in carrying the tools to to them. And, you know, one of the things we do when we uh, teach hands-on energy field work, and our, our why is this happening to me again intensive, we teach a process of opening and aligning the antenna structure of the human form so that it, brings in energies that are appropriate and needed by the system. And part of that training is a conversation about sexual integrity. You know, we live in a culture that teaches us, you know, you can look, but you better not touch. Uh, If you go back to Yeshua 2,000 years ago, um, you know, it it was women, of course, were veiled and covered, and and that's the way it was, was done. And there was a uh, a, a kind of a thing that would happen is that women would be in a courtyard where they would do bathing and those sorts of things, and men would get up on the roofs of buildings and, you know, be watching them, being, you know, lecturers in their thoughts. And Yeshua points out, if you do it in your mind, then you violated the law. You stepped out of harmony with the way the energy system works. So part of our conversation when we teach the energy field work is, please don't ever represent this work or put your hands on somebody in a way of supporting them in healing if you're not integrity in integrity with your own sexuality. We live in a culture that says, oh, you know, you know." I, I mean, I've actually had people who have told me that they worked with a therapist and the therapist said, well, you know, if your partner doesn't really excite you, then just, you know, fantasize about the latest movie star and that's who you're with. And energetically, that's so out of integrity uh, then, and that we don't have the right to enter 
the sexual space of another person without permission to be there. And our culture just assumes that permission all over the place and has no idea how out of integrity that is energetically. And so perhaps some conversation about, you know, being clean, that, you know, you've come to understand the integrity of sexuality and that when you do choose to enter a relationship that you're going to be in total 1,000% integrity uh, with your thoughts, with your eyes, and with your body. Uh, You know, people talk about affairs as well. You know, that affair in the office just happened. No, it didn't happen. It started in the mind. If people right. had never violated sexual integrity with their minds, they'd have never violated sexual integrity with their bodies. And so perhaps introducing her to those concepts and that you've chosen to be in that level and that kind of integrity, which is what we invite people to do before they ever come near laying hands on anybody to uh, to support them in healing, and you know perhaps introducing her to some of those ideas and that uh, perhaps that's something she might want to consider in order to bring her energy into alignment with her highest and best and true uh, state of being and creating relationship that really serves might help also be part of an educational process that you can offer her. Okay. Very good. Thank you. All right, sir. Awesome. Well, I, I really deeply appreciate what you're doing. Uh, in your family system, that's, I mean, we need more people doing that. And uh, the fact that you're willing to share it with us and with this whole audience, because these are everybody's questions. And so mm-hmm. it, uh, it gives us an opportunity to share the principles and, you know, to have it available uh, for in perpetuity in the, uh, in the uh, archives so that people can study and come to understand on deeper and deeper levels these dynamics. So much appreciation for what you're doing, Jason. Uh, it's my pleasure. It, it helps me. Um, it it purifies the energy field in which I live. <laughs> there you go. That's what um, it's all about. And um, on that note, um, I was uh, being that space for a, another friend of mine this morning who was having some difficulties. I had given her a set of the DVDs of many of your workshops, and um, she... They have not, as of yet, chosen to use those, but I sent her a a text, and she asked me, where did that beautiful quote come from? I said, well, those are my words, but I can't take responsibility for the ideas behind them, and I explained that they were, you know, the words of Yeshua um, and your words, because being around me as much as they have, they hear me talk about your work all the time. Um, So... They were in a crisis of sorts this morning, and I told her about the website, hit the bullseye, I told her about the radio show, and she was very excited. So um, you know who you are out there. If you're listening, um, uh, use these tools. Those people will help. So thank you, Michael and Jeannie, and the whole team. Thank you. Absolutely delighted. All right, sir. Have a blessed one. And you as well. Yes, that is. Okay, we will. That is the purpose of this radio show. The singular purpose is to create a space where a refined understanding of these tools becomes available to every mind, heart, and being on the planet. 
and uh, we're now up uh, over 1,300 hours of radio shows where we've been having conversations and explaining the principles of the work as we are today. And uh, you're welcome to go back through those archives. It's all there, free material that just takes such such uh, depth and such deep process happening. If you haven't engaged in the use of the tools as yet, you might want to go to our website, which is www.whyagain.org. And in the center of the page, you might have to scroll down a little bit, you'll see a bullseye, and that bullseye will open a whole series of links. And there is just all kinds of information for coming to understand on deeper and deeper levels how this energy system called life works. Our YouTube channel is YouTube Michael Rice dot Michael Rice underscore underscore why again why again so you can go to that and I don't know if it's up yet but the uh, the gentleman who uh, who did the videoing of our new four hour why is this happening to me again was going to post for us the first hour of that the first hour just came out so powerfully. Uh, that we decided that you know it's it's actually going to be part of a new product to bring out a new four hour Y video, but that first hour just came together so powerfully that we decided we are going to put it in total. We were just going to put you know one or two minute, three minute snippets on the uh, on YouTube, but uh, we decided that that was so important that we're putting the whole hour up as a um, a video, and so you'll be able right. to access. It's actually I think it's fifty one minutes, but. Uh, uh, Go ahead, sweetie. I was just going to say, I just checked, and it is not up there yet. And an easy way to get to that, you know, if you go to whyagain.org, over on the right-hand side, there's the F, which is the link to go to our Facebook. Then there's IN, which is the LinkedIn, and the V for Vimeo. And then there's a, a YouTube arrow. It's the little symbol for the YouTube arrow. And if you just click it, it'll take you straight to our Michael Rice underscore whyagain YouTube channel. Perfect. Perfect. And so probably before the day is out, that uh, that hour will be up there and available. And we've actually created 10 new hours of video that we are working on editing. That was what Jeannie and I were doing up until showtime today. We're not actually doing the editing, but you know, going through it and making edit notes to send to the videographer so that they can edit it out. And uh, we'll be taking snippets from all 10 hours of that material and adding it to the website. I don't know how many uh, clips are there now. There are dozens. And so we'll be adding many, many, many more. And in particular, that first hour, the new, the latest uh, version of Why Is This Happening to Me Again. It's actually, a, I think it's a 51-minute uh, presentation. So hopefully that will get up before the day is out. So rock and roll. Is Dr. Tim with us yet? Have we seen the gentleman? Not yet. Okay. Well, Friday must be a busy day for him today. And part of the conversation I was going to have with Tim, he had shared with me, uh, and he's mentioned it on the show before, but he sent me a link to it, and I listened to it this morning. And you might want to, to give it a listen because it's uh, it's just very powerful to listen to a medical doctor, a psychiatrist, and a philanthropist along with the interviewer on uh, public radio, NPR, uh, doing a MindShifters uh, support group. 
uh, on their uh, radio show. So if you go to uh, npr.org uh, and then look for their On Being as a show, and then listen to December the 3rd, and you would swear that you were listening to Jeannie and Dr. Tim and I have a conversation. The whole conversation is about how there's no incurable disease. In fact, disease is fairly easy to cure if you engage in wholeness. And the whole conversation is about, you know, nutrition. They bring in love. They bring in forgiveness. Um, I had the thought that uh, it would be nice because they don't mention the energy dynamic of integrative and disintegrative energy, but it would be wonderful. It would be fun to be a... uh, a participant in a show with these four folks and bring in Dr. Tim and Jeannie and I and, and continue the conversation from the point of view of energy systems theory and bring in the first century Aramaic idea of forgiveness and that health and wholeness only comes into expression when the cells of this structure are connected to human life. And, of course, what is human life? We have an easy experiential definition. I think this is one of the most powerful gifts we have to give the world is what is human life? Hold a newborn child. You know exactly what human life is. It's this awesome, sweet presence of love. And so when we choose to live as human beings, we move in the direction of living in health and wholeness. And you can't have real health and wholeness without that connectedness to your human life. And it's hard to be or impossible to be connected to your human life if your carbon-based memory system, your body's mind, is filled with hostility and fear. And, you know, we all come in the same way. Every one of us came in exactly the same way with that sweet, awesome presence of love. And then the world started to put its thumbprints on us. If you turn around in a family situation and you rage at somebody or you get into your grief or you get into fear or intimidation or, you know, criticism or blaming, you're playing out power person dynamics, you're playing out the thumbprints that have been placed upon you and that becomes a substitute for human life. And if you want to really be in high-level wellness, then it's going to come from one thing and one thing only. That is, every cell in your being is connected to love. When that happens, then what will occur is you will be energetically guided. If you need a certain nutritional product, you need to eat a certain food. You know, Jeannie last night was so uh, so uh, struck with this attraction, this craving for uh, cucumbers and uh, radishes that we actually stocked the grocery store and she picks them up, came home and peeled them and just went to eat, eat them. Listen, if you're connected and you listen, you'll be drawn right to exactly what you need in order to be brought to new levels of wholeness and healing and well-being. On the other hand, if you're guided by the thumbprints of your family culture or the larger culture in general, the hostility, the fear, the rage, the guilt, the grief, and like everybody, you don't want to feel those things, then if they become your guiding force, then you'll be guided to, you know, instead of picking up a cucumber and eating it, you'll say, I want a 
I won't use the brand name of one of the largest criminal organizations in the world, but they fill these children's drinks with caffeine, phosphoric acid, sugar, and who knows what chemicals. You know, you'll see caramel color. Just, just go do a piece of research. Look up on the Internet what caramel color means and, and how they make what they call caramel now. It's all such a fraud. It's all such a lie. It's so crazy. But, but the person who doesn't want to feel their fear, their rage, their hatred, their vengeance is going to look out into the world instead of cucumbers, ah, organic cucumbers, that's what I need. They're going to go, give me a thing in a red can with which to drug myself and anesthetize myself for I don't, so I won't feel. And then the ongoing use of things like that will end up so destroying the pancreas that somebody will diagnose them with a thing called diabetes. You know, we used to have a thing called adult-onset diabetes because usually it took until a hood for somebody to abuse their, their health so badly that they'd get diabetes. You know, that doesn't exist anymore. It is so rampant in our culture that it is epidemic in children. What used to be adult onset has taken over the population of children in our culture. The pancreas is destroyed by these products that commercial interests for money sell by the truckload. And I know that, you know, in particular the the community that houses one of these large corporate structures calls it a great corporate citizen because of all the money that it gives to the community and the, the arts and the this and the that. But they don't ever stop to think that it's all blood money and their children are dying of horrific diseases because corporate interests say, this makes us money. It is the ultimate of savagery. You know, when we, the the Westerners, when the, the Europeans came to this continent, they called the people who would gather in council and look at something they were about to do, its effects would be up to the seventh generation of their children. And if it didn't work up to the seventh generation of their children, they wouldn't do it. They called those people savages. Why do so many people just jump for joy when they get something like that in their taste buds? because they've been chemically altered and brainwashed in order not to feel and deal with what's going on to, in them. That makes them absolutely perfect subjects for the pharmaceutical industry. The root of the word pharmacy is sorcery. Listen to December 3rd's podcast. You can just go to NPR. On Being is the name of the show. Go to December 3rd, it's a free podcast, and listen to the psychiatrist and the MD talk about it. Same conversation we've been having for years. Same thing we've been teaching for decades. And they're going, oh, we've been mistaken in medicine. We need to be about healing. 
food. It's like so, Doctor Tim. We appreciate you if you get to listen to this show. I was planning on having this conversation with you, but uh, if you get to listen, we uh, we certainly will refer everybody in the world to uh, to that one. Uh, it's just like a Mind Shifters radio show. So we're here to support. We have a hand the up. The wholeness, the well-being, and Jeannie's got a hand up. So let's say hello. Area code seven six five. You're on the air. Hi guys. This is hey, we haven't heard your voice in a while, young lady. Welcome. How are you? Uh well, admittedly, I don't know if it's avoidance or if I've just been attempting to um, self-sustain here and uh, be brave and and uh, as independent as possible. But the collective. Um, Oh, maybe, Jeannie, if, if you could text me that information about that show I missed on December 3rd. Um, that was that was not our show. That oh, was okay. the December 3rd show on NPR, the name of the show on NPR. You can go to nationalnpr.com, nationalpublicradio.com, and you'll find okay. a link for a show called On, O-N, Being, B-E-I-N-G. You know, we talk uh-huh. about being all the time. Well, this show is called On Being, and you can download the uh, the uh, podcast of uh, the December 3rd show. Okay. So that would be a big right. one to get. Well, so am I uh, hearing you say that life is still giving you opportunities to learn forgiveness? Is that is that still happening in your world? My word for it is stilkus. <laughs> um, oh, cool. Isn't life awesome that it just keeps c- coming in and supporting us look at, looking at everything we hold? And, you know, the minute we want to hide it, it comes in just a little stronger and a little stronger to keep showing us what, what the next piece of work is. It's, it's really such a fabulous system. Well, see, I, I'm very blessed, Michael. I have, like, more than one you in my life that um, – in terms of regulatory speech and monitor this and monitor that, so I don't get cool. I don't get, I don't get to get away with much, and that's part of what's <laughs> well, gotten triggered today. Well, that's part, it is and it isn't. It's part of what's got me triggered today, and kind of spoiled my Christmas surprise. Um, I don't know how really appropriate. I guess I'd have a question for just collectively centering myself today because I've been triggered. Um, my my Reams teacher, who just means the world to me, has been a part of my personal daily life since I was 17 years old. I owe my life truly, the quality of my life to him, I think you realize. Um, and in the other aspects of life, there is you. And uh, he's worked with me nutritionally and so on. Um, I had just started doing the acupuncture for whatever it is, I'm not getting my hands on through the worksheet process. Um, there are, is natural law, and I know we go into the depths of what what is, and there is no such thing as matter. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, but hold on um, just one second. Let me let me just make sure I got clear. I got. I want to make sure I got this clearly. I don't know why it is, but I'm not getting my hands on worksheet. You mean you've been avoiding doing? Worksheets. Is that is that what I no, heard you say? No, I'm doing the worksheet oh. process, but these answers aren't coming through through the worksheets. Ah. Where smoking oh, smoking okay. is related, and I'm learning that there may be some residual nerve damage from the mercury aspects, which 
the cool part about it is I don't feel the pain my body's in. <laughs> um, and I keep having these recurring sinus infections, which is a structural... Stru- the structure is exacerbating, giving me migraines I don't feel, but the existing migraine is irritating the sinus passages. My professor hears me coughing, but my lungs are clear. I've had three doctors tell me my lungs are clear when he's like, well, why are you going to doctors? I said, well, because we're not finding this. And they want to do an MRI on the 28th of my brain stem in my right ear because I have a ringing in my right ear that they don't, you know, didn't go away. Was it a symptom of mercury poisoning? It didn't go away. But um, I'm hopeful because, okay, they can get in there and look at crap we can't see and I can just get over this junk. If I can understand it, I can then voice, you know, I can manifest, I can, you know, speak into it and what have you and more clearly than what I've been able to so far. I'm just really well, tired you'll find, of Yeah, you, you'll find the conversation uh, on that December 3rd podcast I was talking about uh, uh-huh. that much more interesting because the one uh, gentleman who's a medical doctor uh, shares how, you know, he practiced standard medicine until he got mercury poisoning from going to China and breathing the air. And that was, you know, he was at his rope's end and ready to give up. You know, they they did everything they could do, and it's just kind of like you're going to die. And uh, and yeah. so that set him on a different path and opened him to healing. And so he talks about his healing path, and you know, the fact that it wasn't easy, but but easy. But uh, the thing it took him out of, and he talks about all the things that he's been learning, and he said, I was never told that in medical school. They never talked about that in medical school. Well, there's a medical doctor in the country that knows that. But his gift, and, and they talk, actually part of their conversation is that our diseases are the opportunity to learn, and, and they're our gift. So again, it's just like a mind shifter support group. But, uh, okay. but in particular, this gentleman's journey was uh, sparked by uh, mercury poisoning. So it'll probably be extra meaningful to do that and perhaps connect with this gentleman and the work that he's doing. His name is, I believe it's uh, H-Y-M-A-N. And uh, so, so you'll probably find that podcast extra interesting. Well, I appreciate and, that. And he may have... And he may have, as you know, someone who went through mercury poisoning, have even more answers than the average bear in you know heading in the direction of healing from that. Or I suspect he would, because it's, he's now totally and completely, you know, in as I understood the conversation, in well-being and uh, and pursuing wellness and and true healing rather than the practice of medicine. Exactly, and um, I'm going to talk very quickly for time's sake. Um, I have manifest. Um, these doctors, actually, the uh, very she's a young lady. She's an osteopath, which I'm sure you realize is rare to find, and acupuncturist. So she's not, she, yeah, she's not pushing drugs, but because this is so deep into my sinus passages and the wild oregano oil and colloidal silver spray and all that is not touching it, she was concerned it could go too deeply into my sinus passages, so I have consented to taking the augmentin. Uh, antibiotic, and then I'm doing everything, you know, provisionally, you know. Mm-hmm. But there are just certain things we meet with at times as things get out of hand and blah, blah, blah. blah. Right. Yep. And, um, Have you done uh, some deep colon cleansing? 
Um, I haven't in a couple of months, and that has been where I'm balancing the adrenals and what the adrenals can really handle right now. There's a book book out there you might find useful uh, called uh Tissue Cleansing Through Bowel Management by Bernard Jensen. Uh-huh. Who's a chiropractor, and you know, if you can find a good osteopath, they're made of gold. They're awesome. Sadly, yes, a lot of osteopaths, the osteopathic schools now are doing more and more with drugs. They just, you know, they've been converted uh, in many cases. But if you can get a good osteopath to put their hands on you, that's uh, that's fabulous. But you might want to check out tissue cleansing through bowel management because oftentimes, you know, the skin, the inside of the sinuses is a skin surface. The skin is the largest organ in the body. And when the colon is blocked, there are reflex points where, you know, a certain area of the colon is blocked and a certain uh, area of skin will take over the elimination. So someone who gets things like psoriasis or eczema or, or you know, different types of skin eruptions, which which the type of infection you're talking about is, sounds like uh, it's probably what's happening interior uh, on the inside of the sinuses, may well reflect a blockage in the colon. And as you do a deeper level of that, you may find that will also uh disappear your uh, sinus problem. Is that a small paperback, a very, very old publication? Oh, it's been around for a long time. Bernard Jensen is an old-time chiropractor. Actually, it's probably been 20 years since I was not a... Since I was on a platform with him, he was 89 years of age and as vital and spry as anybody I'd ever met. And uh, and I understand he... he, uh, succumb to a fall uh, at some point, but uh, but he was just pretty awesome. And, and yeah, it's a blue cover book. I think it's yeah. been republished now under a different name, but it's still out there and, and it's he, got some awesome information in it. And he has a lot of um, actual photography pictures, very graphic. Yes, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have yep. two copies of it. I just... <laughs> cool. <laughs> My library oh, you might want to go back and refer to that. Yeah, and okay. you might want to go back and refer to that. And in particular, there's a process he talks about called the Kalima process. And uh, it's a very deep tissue cleanse. Uh, he actually uh, guides people through, I think it's seven different types of cleanses from a very mild, easy one you could do to this tissue cleanse, which is about a, a seven-day, almost a full-time job for a week. You, you take the time off work and you you know you, you just totally focus on that. And so with what you're talking about, you may find that looking at that Kalima process might be uh, something you might want to do before you do more extreme measures. Just see if it right. opens space. Um, I appreciate that very, very much because um, I have wondered how much of it isn't actually, you know, trapped somewhere in my tissue cellular memory. And that's part of why they wanted to do this MRI um, to see if it's scar tissue or if it's debris or what. But even the sinus specialist was just at the MD's office personally. And then when I was with her yesterday, um, when she ordered the MRI, she gave me a pages of holistic options for correcting the ringing in my ear. And she said, I'd like to offer you these variables because 25% of the people who have done these holistic uh, measures um, have recovered their hearing loss and awesome. the nerves. Well, and and, and I, I have a friend. Yeah, uh, I have a friend who has a challenge with that. So if you could uh, send me those options, if there's anything in there we don't know about yet, I'd love to have them so I can pass them on to her. I appreciate. Yes, I'd be very happy to do that. 
Um, I just awesome. mostly today if there is any kind of a mind shifter to where, um, not to burden you with the details, but um, apparently my car wants a new car or far more financial attention than I've been able to give it away from any aspect of Christmas celebration. Um, I'm not even really worried about my, you know, I am and I'm not. I'm just saying, you know, financially devastated and it just doesn't matter. I am just trucking along here. My car, I'm going to ask everyone to please hold me in my daughter in a space of love and safety, uh, the General Motors recall. I went and had them fix the key, but they will not fix the ignition switch. And my only means of transportation does, in fact, stop while we're driving down the road. But I have okay. no option of alternate transportation, so there we are in functioning in full faith. And, um, and then I've met with, as I said, this judgment that really wraps my emotional mind around um, that if I don't quit smoking, I am, like, cut off. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, do you realize... Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, let, let me just back up a little bit here. You're telling me about this sinus stuff you can't get rid of, and you're smoking? Uh, the doctors have not deemed that that is even part of the variable. And I've already oh, started... Oh, well, they just don't have a clue. <laughs> ...working... <laughs> receiving the acupuncture to assist me with that now. Everything is coming together, and I'm able to kind of southern myself dealing with all these other aspects to focus on yeah. stopping these things. But everything works. Dear heart. Yeah. Dear it's heart. Like, well, if, you think, if you think that you can take 500 different chemicals into your lungs and your sinuses, through lighting lighting some leaves wrapped in paper and sucking them into your lungs and sinuses and that not be a part of your sinus problem. The denial is deeper than the deepest this, part of the ocean. And, and you know, I don't know where it's hiding. And I have quit before for years. Um, yep. So quit again for, for life. So, so quit today, quit today for life, not not for years, for life. I mean, you can't, you know, you know, it actually fits really well with the earlier part of the conversation because I was talking about how, you know, Jean went out yesterday and like she had to buy cucumbers and and uh, radishes, and and my take is. Actually, we did some work yesterday, some really deep work that goes back into her early life. And, you know, she gets up off the table, and we go out and handle a few errands. We do some editing on the video, and, and she's got to get to the grocery store to get those. Her guidance is saying, this is what I need to fill the next space in me and vitalize me to my next level. And then I went on to explain how then the person who has something they don't want to deal with is going to do exactly the same thing and find something which will lead them energetically to a weak space where they can't access what they need to access. And I'd offer you've just given us the perfect example of it. And, you know, healing isn't Dr. Feelgood. If you let go of those cigarettes at the level of vitality you're at right now, there's probably something really mega major that's ready to pop. 
Yeah. That's, but you got you got to let it I, pop. I, You've just got to let it happen. And I know that, you know, it can be difficult, you know, like, I, I understand it. I hear you loud and clear. I I personally wish that we could take every person on the planet that's suffering and bring them into heartland and nurture them through the depth of what it takes to heal and every healing crisis and every terror and trauma and rage and guilt and fear and insult and assault and pain that they need to do. This radio show is about trying to create a space of support for that and a community of love. That, that was another thing that this medical doctor talked about, too. It's like, you know, it's community. It's it's where the love is, you know. And and we're certainly here to support you, but you've got to let go of that one. You, you've got to make a choice. And then at the moment where you're driven to need it, that's where your next worksheet will probably be the most productive because when you do that, you'll open what's under the surface. It's driving you to keep that drug moving in your system. And You know, like I say, it may, may or may not sound like excuses. I have really done my personal best to let this go, and I don't know what is mechanically happening in my structure. And we're getting down to the bottom of it, you know, when, like I say, there's things I don't feel. Neurologically, yeah. I don't feel. So when I'm yeah. searching, well, it's like well, I'm but, getting but, but, the feeling. But, but, I'm whoa, not whoa, getting... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Do you know what it is in the world? What's the product in the world that keeps people from feeling? Do you know what it is? Drugs. Well, Drugs. Yeah, I don't drugs. Do, do you know drug what drugs. nicotine is? Oh, wait, well, don't stop. Don't tell me you don't do it. Nicotine it's, it's, is one of the most powerful anesthetizing drugs on the planet, one of the most addictive substances there is. And, and that's just the nicotine, not the 500 other chemicals that they put in there from the, the cocaine. I mean, it, it's crazy time, you know, to say I don't do those things. That's one of the most powerful anesthetics that there is. Why did why does the person who is a smoker and they go, Okay, I'm gonna quit and they quit for three days and they are so irritable and hard to get along? Because of all the rage and fear and pain that starts to move in them and then they just have to take one suck Ah, oh, I feel so much relief. No, it's not I feel so much relief. I don't feel Well that's where I'm going, so I say I I don't know what I am and am not literally feeling, neurologically yep. and otherwise. And that's where so hopefully you this get, have, have, have you heard anything I said? I have. I truly have. With so, every part of my being, so, I would. I, I despise okay. the smoking, and I don't like it. I don't like the smell. Okay. I don't like any part of it. I don't okay. like the inconvenience, okay. the manipulate, none of it. And so stop. <laughs> I'm working on it. it I'm but do it here. Here, I'll tell you what. I've got a, I've got a prescription for I've got a prescription for you. Got okay. your pen ready? Yep. Um, go to the internet and put in um, the words "just stop it." And Jeannie, who's the comedian that I'm thinking of? Um, Bob. Bell. That does that routine. I started Bob, Bob Hope. That's not Newhart. No, no. Uh, Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. Put in Bob Newhart. And 
he's got about a four minute, three or four minute clip on YouTube called Just Stop It. And he'll tell you how to do it. He'll tell you exactly how to do it. So just, you know, Google Google Bob Newhart, Just Stop It, and watch that. It's, it's hilarious, it's cute, it's funny, and it's just a simple bottom line. He's got right. the description for you. <laughs> and I, I hear the difficulty. I hear the difficulty. You know, um, everything, you know, in order to let go of an addictive substance, we have to be willing to look at it and feel something. And, and it's, it can be tough. It can be tough. So I hold the space for you to let go of that. And I did, a mind shifter did come to mind a few minutes ago. Okay. For you. And so yeah. I'd like to throw that out because we're running. I, I'm not sure exactly where we are on time, but we're running slow, low on time. But uh, how about uh, working on it's safe and healing for me, Sonny. Earn everything I need to keep me in outrageous abundance. Are you breathing? Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So that's part of it too, sweetheart. And I, I yeah. I will see where I, I can go you. with that. I hear you. Good breath. That's the kind of breath that heals. My lungs are healthy and clean. So... And they're very impressed at 50 years old by my lung capacity. And I'm like, okay, well, um, I just, I'm stupid, I guess. (laughs) No, 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 you're not stupid. You're not stupid. There's something that wants to surface that you don't want to feel. And notice how determined you are to take a part of you that's really, you know, from what you're telling me, healthy and vital, and notice how determined you are to destroy it. Right. It's called self-destruction and self-sabotage. So some worksheets on self-destruction and self-sabotage might be useful. And and if I remember back, you know, you remember some of the calls where you made where your daughter didn't want to listen, she didn't want to hear, you know, she was self-sabotaging. It might be a, a genetic pattern and she was showing you a reflection. And so if, if any of that's accurate, then I'll just hold the space for you to open that. And, you know, I, I, I want to acknowledge you for... When I think back to some of the early conversations when you first started calling the show and some of the resistance and the depth at which you were stuck in your story, you remember those conversations. And I, I just want to acknowledge you for how much work you've done. And this is probably going to be the next tougher level of going through your healing process. So we hold the space. I appreciate you very much because I've, really been doing the, okay, I worked so hard past just getting my brain back on board, getting literally the organ to function. Um, I hear you. And every organ to function. Like, okay, why? Because I'm still here. <laughs> you know? Yep. I'm really, ah, I'm you got work wrestling. to do. Right. Well, we're down, we're, down, we're down to the last few seconds. I'd appreciate it if you'd show me, uh, send the me that stuff on tinnitus. The video is up on, on YouTube. Awesome. Yes. So if you go to uh, YouTube, Michael Rice underscore why again? Why again? 
and just take a look. You'll see the 51 minutes of the first new hour, the new first hour of why is this happening to me again, and we're down the last few seconds. So please, if you're ready to take your work to the next level, February Orlando Intensives, and we hold the space for you to have the best year yet of your eternal life and the most wondrous, happy, holy days possible. Blessings. Bye-bye.